What's up, music marketers, and welcome to the show. This is your Music Marketing Academy podcast where we talk about marketing you, your band, or your brand in this fast growing music industry. If this is your first time to the show, welcome. Whether you're new to the game or a veteran, this podcast is probably for you. This episode is brought to you by the Music Marketing Starter Kit. The Starter Kit is a collection of useful tools and resources helping you to market your music. The kit shows you how to set up a fan email list and also build your own website. But the most important thing of all, it shows you how to separate your fans from your followers. If this is something of interest, the link is in the description. Let's get on with the episode. So in today's episode, we're going to talk about the five big mistakes you're making when releasing your new music. There's no doubt about it. Indie artists are the heartbeat of our industry. They invest a lot of their time and money into their music because it contains so much emotion and creativity with every release, be it an album, an EP or even a single. It can literally take months to perfect a song for each project before finally getting in front of their fans to make them feel what you're feeling when you're writing these tracks. The emotional connection you provide through your music and songwriting online often entices listeners. This means new followers just might find themselves turning up at any of your upcoming live shows. But the music release process can be difficult and long-winded. Now look, there are tons of pitfalls that often lead to missed opportunities and annoying regrets. But you don't have to make the same mistakes as others. So let's get into the five biggest mistakes artists make throughout this journey and how you can avoid them. So your next album will be fruitful, rewarding and an enjoyable process. So the first thing is overcommitting. It's all too much. You, you've been playing in three bands, managing your town's adult soccer league, and you live to create. Now, in order for that energy to be channeled into the most important project, you need to streamline your focus and cut back so you can use all of your energy, creativity, and time on just one thing. Now, look, I've talked about the, the book, The One Thing, previously, and I'll leave a link in uh, the description of this podcast if you're interested in reading that. The next big mistake is starting to build your fan base after release. Now, look, record labels used to use a marketing strategy of grouping all of the promotional events together, but now they prefer to have one lead single that is heavily promoted. Now, look, this leads new listeners into an artist's music, and if it catches on with them, they can then go on to buy, stream your songs or even the full album. The old model of releasing singles to radio in order to promote an album has come under fire with the rise of streaming. Nowadays, labels release a single as soon as they have it ready. And when that song becomes popular on streaming platforms, people will want more music from them so they'll gradually go out and purchase their whole discography. Or see if anything else is available on either YouTube or Spotify, which eventually drives sales for albums released by these artists. The days of the middlemen with connections in radio and media might be over for the indie artist. Streaming has pretty much levelled the playing field, so now it's it's more than just a question about who can get their music heard by fans. The problem we now have is anyone can do that on social media. It's not all doom and gloom though. Indie musicians are finding new ways to communicate with their listeners through streaming platforms like Spotify or YouTube, which give them direct access without having to go through any middlemen. The release of each single before an album means there's always another chance right after one song is out to catch some ears and generate press leading up to the release. There is so much potential for artists to get close and personal with their fans these days. You've got analytics, you've got social media following, you've you've got playlist marketing. The digital landscape has paved the way for more opportunities than ever before. 
We've got incredible tools and distribution services that give you, the artist, more chances to interact with new fans and make a name for yourself. By releasing multiple singles before their album or EP, as a musician you get a lot more exposure in front of a newer crowd that may not have heard of you yet. If an artist releases one single by itself, it has less chance at being found on the likes of Spotify's New Music Friday playlist. This means other channels need to be used, such as Facebook Live videos or Twitter live streaming, for example, where new followers can find out about you earlier than they ever did before. The next mistake is focusing on only a few aspects of the release strategy. And this, this one's really, really popular. And this is something a lot of you struggle with at the moment. Yeah, sure, it's great that we all have access to more music than ever before, but the downside of this is the sheer amount of noise in the marketplace on any given service like Spotify or Apple Music. So while being a blessing in some ways, streaming services are also an unbelievable curse because everyone has so many options and not enough time to listen to everything. That's why branding yourself and your music is so important. And I've, I've discussed this multiple times in the past. So I'm going to leave a link to some of the videos and some of the podcasts that I've talked about branding previously. Without a label, an artist is left to handle all of the aspects of their release and tasks that used to be handled by multiple specialised departments. You're now on your own. And we're talking about 12 months plus two or three more months for production, proofing, not including creating merchandise, etc. There's just so much to do. This means that if you're working on multiple projects at once, this can seem really difficult. But it's especially hard when you have to manage all those deadlines. It's going to take a lot of time and patience, so you don't want to miss any important deadlines. So it's really worth assembling a team of like freelancers, production, mastering, etc. that will help you with these tasks going forward. And one common mistake artists make is neglecting to book any shows to support their release. And when I say shows, we're not just talking physical indoor or outdoor shows, we're also talking about radio play as well. This means that the momentum will quickly fizzle after release. And an artist might find themselves trying desperately hard just in order for people to not forget about them after they've released a new track or album. Now, to avoid this program, you should really take care of the eight main focus areas during your release, which we're going to come to. The next thing is, is not creating a timeline for the season of releases. Now, look, let's say we're working with a graphic designer. And, and note, in the launch checklist, I do recommend sorting this bit out first. As soon as you have finished one part of your design, like designing the album cover or insert for an article publication, you'll arrange for them to work on something else so that they can really maximise both your and their time. It may seem a little bit complicated, but when you make sure each person has what they need in order to complete their part, the organising part of this gets a lot easier. Now, what I mentioned earlier were the eight areas of focus during an artist's release, and they are, number one, the big picture planning, Number two, recording, mixing and mastering. Three is marketing and PR. Four is distribution. Five is booking and touring. Six is release events. Seven is Spotify playlists and local digital radio. And last of all is monetization at number eight. The enormity of the project will be much easier to manage with a timeline in place. It's important that an all-inclusive one is created so you can stay on top of what needs to be done. And who should do it? I mean, there may be other band members, for example. Both now and later down the road, these are things that you need to get better at with each launch. You'll also find the checklist will help with this as well. 
So look, it's all about deadlines. If you don't have a deadline, your creative process will be clogged up with obstacles because of panic and anxiety over what you're doing or not doing. It's so much more satisfying to check items off this list each week than it is trying to keep track of everything in one sitting. And and, and the truth is, you only get one chance at launching an album into orbit without missing crucial checkpoints along the way. The timeline guarantees these things by checking off every major milestone, reducing overwhelm and anxiety. And lastly, guys, ignoring your back catalogue. So many of you do this. One of the qualities that make you such a great artist is your ability to evolve. However, this can also lead to neglecting certain songs or albums in favour of others. Now, look, I understand that's what makes our newest song or album feel so fresh and new. But think about it this way. Even if a potential fan has only listened to one type of music from you, there's still a strong possibility that they'll want to listen to more of your other music. This means your entire back catalogue to them will be fresh and new. So make sure your entire catalogue is signed up for worldwide distribution. It's on YouTube for monetization. You've got your sync licensing sorted out, your publishing, royalty collection and more. This way you can really maximise the potential of making money off all of your years of hard work. So guys, that's it. Don't forget to download the launch checklist. I'll leave it in the description of this podcast. And I'll also like to remind you that the Music Marketing Starter Kit is now live. So I'll leave links in the show notes or on the website if you're interested. So guys, thank you so much. If you do like what you've heard, please refer and recommend us. And if you see that I've posted this on social media, it really helped us out a lot if you just basically shared it um, with your audience. So guys, thank you so much. Have a great week and I shall see you in the next episode. Thanks.